Hello everyone, welcome back to the 98 Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran, and today we're going to be talking about different types of relationships and how to set boundaries and why is that even important. My guest today is my good friend from college, Amy. She was actually on episode 8 where we spoke about post-grad life and how to get a job and what to do in the meantime. And that episode you should definitely check out because it helped motivate me in finding a job. So Amy, you've definitely helped at least one person. (laughs) So yay. So for more information on Amy and today's topic, please follow us on Instagram at 98.podcast and at views with Lulu. Welcome to the show, Amy. Hi, Karen. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, definitely. Um, So before we begin, quick disclaimer. Everything we're sharing here today is based off of our life experiences. We are here to give you an honest response to today's topics. Please don't take the things we're saying personally, but it's important to set boundaries and we got to give examples. (laughs) So let's get started. Um, How about we kind of start by checking in with each other? Like, Mm -hmm. how have things been since the last time you were on? And yeah, let's catch up a little. Yeah. First of all, you know, congrats to you for finding that motivation. I know the last time we spoke, it was kind of like a hit or miss because we were still both kind of put ourselves back together. Um, But since then, for me, I think I've kind of gotten back into my flow of finding new ways to stay productive, but also still enjoying some time outdoors. Um, I've Mm -hmm. also been working on my barista skills and making coffee drinks at home with what I have. So that's been a Ooh. fun hobby that I've added. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I've kind of cut back on the stress of job searching for now just because, you know, it's the last month of 2020. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also mm-hmm. it's going to be a new year and new things are going to happen. So just focused on moving forward at this point. Right. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Like for me, I like I mentioned, I was able to kind of take a lot of what Amy said in the last episode and like apply it literally the same day and I got a job call back like the next morning and then I got hired the next other day so it was like really quick turnaround time Mm -hmm. um I'm currently working for Brick Plus Click and I'm also there like marketing manager everything like (laughs) I was talking to Amy about this earlier but I'm doing a lot for them and I thought you know it's gonna be a great segue into what we're talking about today about like you know boundaries even work boundaries that you have to set so yeah other than that I know like 2020 in general has been kind of like weird in the sense of like I think we're all just sitting at home and everyone's like either on their phones or something like that trying to get some sort of human connection Mm -hmm. and I don't know if this has happened to you but I've been getting contacted by randos from my past that like I kind of forgot how I knew them Uh a lot of them are from high school too by the way (laughs) no shade to my high school friends like I just didn't remember who they were and I was just like looking at their face like what and then it's just kind of interesting that they're reaching out during this time and has that happened to you do you have any like yeah it's funny that you've (laughs) brought that up because again like 2020 has been such a wild year that I've had a couple of people that I have been friends with in high school that I just have lost touch with and they've kind of like randomly dm'd me on instagram like asking to catch up and stuff like that and you know like yeah I I get it it happens but it was also just random to me for some of those to happen just based on how things were left off um right so like 
for me, I feel like for sure everyone's kind of going through their contact list or yearbooks and going through like, oh, let's see what they're up to, whether or not mm-hmm. it's for a genuine like reboot of the friendship or just, you know, simply finding someone to talk to. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, that's definitely been one of the weirder aspects (laughs) of 2020, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, But that, again, kind of leads into the whole idea of, like, what a friendship is to begin with. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, I was thinking about this topic for a while just because, like, I... Like, a lot of people, I mean, it's cool to reach out through LinkedIn, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, we all just kind of graduated from college. I feel like, in general, people might be doing this. It's maybe not just a 2020 thing. Mm-hmm. But it just feels really weird because then they're, like, trying to slide into your DMs yeah. on Instagram. And you're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> um, but anyways, so, yeah, that kind of segues into our next little discussion about boundaries and friendships. And, yeah, do you want to kind of get started? Like, how do you even go about something like that yeah I think for me especially for the both of us being recent college graduates I feel that with the pandemic it's kind of put us in the position of like you're kind of forced to reevaluate yourself like in a good way Um, whether that be your friends or your work or even just you know goals that you have I feel that for me I've been able to reflect on like what friendships I genuinely want to keep and what friendships I have just had in the past due to just wanting to have friends. Um, I feel that in high school, you know, you're usually friends with people just because you want to be part of something and not necessarily be part of a popular group, but just have that connection and be that one person who, you know, is welcoming because, you know, high school is not really the best time for most people. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you too, where you just kind of like end up connecting with everyone as you go into different classes. It's, Mm -hmm. I guess, more of a natural thing for me. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like, especially kind of going into I have two groups of friends like my college friends and then my high school friends Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person who likes to merge friendships so I would want everyone to kind of know each other and like connect because I I don't know if this is offensive but like (laughs) I I tend to connect with like silly fun crazy weirdos Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you have to be something in that sign of in that sort of sense of like a person in order to kind of like genuinely make a connection with me and it's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. but I just like the fact that those are the types of friends I usually have it makes sense why like my friends in college would overlap with my friends in high school like I would Mm -hmm. want you all to kind of get along but I think definitely in high school I actually was just friends with I mean I genuinely became friends with people because you know we were on sports teams Mm -hmm. or um, we had certain classes together and they were funny and we were hanging out and like it's weird because we formed like a huge group of about 10 friends by the end of our senior year and we started off as three girls Mm -hmm. like at my freshman year and then we just kind of added but I would say like my friends that I had in high school and even before that I feel like I was just friends with people even up until now especially with the whole reflection aspect Mm -hmm. of 2020 I feel like I've been friends with people just because I've been friends with them like the only reason why I keep the friendship is because we've just been friends and we don't know that it's okay mm-hmm. to not be friends like we've never not been friends so it's like why not just keep it going but like I've starting to seem some sort of like problem with that mindset of like because I genuinely will get irritated or upset with people mm-hmm. 
because I'm like, why are you doing something that's so not what I would do? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you'd be a different person, but it's like our values, our ambitions, nothing aligns. It's like in this world, like if we were to meet right now, we would not be friends, mm-hmm. but we are because we've been friends. Yeah. That's why it's just like stuff like that where you have to start to reconsider things. I have been doing that more often just because like there's certain needs that, you know, in friendships people will meet Mm -hmm. and my needs are just always changing. And I've just noticed that like people that I've become friends with later in life through college, I just relate more to Mm -hmm. and I find more helpful to like go to with my problems because you know me as the type of person I am within the last four years versus my friends from high school or before that they've known me for like the past the person that I was eight years ago or like 10 years ago. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's the way I kind of see it as like, it, it becomes this huge like dynamic struggle of like, who do you go to when you need friendships mm-hmm. in terms of like, are you looking for someone who just has a nostalgic feeling or are you kind of going to someone who's going to help you with your career? You're like, who knows you as the person you are now and like, I don't know just is in the same field as you like I hope that kind of makes sense I'm not talking about using your friends but I'm just saying like like in friendships it's really important to know what value everyone's Mm -hmm. bringing and it's just like certain values that like my college friends are bringing is more appealing at the time especially in like a shitty year like 2020 Mm -hmm. where like I'm just I'm not trying to be nostalgic about the past anymore I'm trying to look towards the future and being better yeah so (laughs) sorry that was like a huge tangent (laughs) yeah no 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 you're good I I feel like you definitely put it in the best way possible and I I definitely Mm -hmm. feel the same way like I you actually made me think about my senior year of high school and how for me it was kind of down to the point where like I stopped being friends with certain people just because college apps were Mm -hmm. coming up and things like that like I kind of had that mindset of like you know like if you're not gonna take college seriously I don't want to be friends with you anymore and through college I for me I went to community college and then transferred Mm -hmm. to USF and so for me that kind of gave me an extra stage in life of like reprocessing like who I should be friends with and why I'm even friends Mm -hmm. with them to begin with and it, it definitely comes into play when you're looking at whether or not you're friends with them because they have a connection or simply because you actually get along or if you're in the same field I feel that we're kind of Mm-hmm. set up that way within society where like you're not necessarily using your friends but like you do have that mindset of like wait do you check this off my checklist you know like do you have the same values as I do or do mm-hmm. you let's say go out to parties every day because if you have that complete opposite mm-hmm. personality that might actually not yeah. be the best friendship just because like you're gonna start putting yourself in the position of like feeling self-doubt of like oh maybe they don't like hanging out with me or like I'm not good enough for them or whatever yeah no definitely I think like that kind of resonates with me because I know like half of my high school friends didn't go to college or Mm -hmm. no most of them went to either community college or didn't go to college and so only a handful of us actually like graduated or are graduating and so it was I didn't really think about it in high school like oh wow like we're taking different paths because anyone your path is yours right you get to decide what you want to do but I never factored in like wow we're gonna be at different ends of this in four years Mm -hmm. like I'm thinking about my career what I want to do with my life jobs that I want to do and like 
other friends like that I have had they aren't really thinking about that they've kind of been doing what they've been doing for four years whether that be at like a community college or like wherever they're working now and so for me personally like if I'm going through struggles in 2020 of like graduating in a pandemic and not finding a job and feeling worthless I rather go to you someone like you Amy where you understand what that pain is and like that struggle is versus someone who didn't even try to go through college doesn't know the struggles that you have to go through to actually make it all the way through and then not even Mm -hmm. have a job or like some sort of thing waiting for you at the end like that kind of situation is probably like one of the best examples I can give about like this is where like friendships kind of start to weigh in like they can't provide you with that advice or that like thought process yeah they can mourn with you like oh I'm so sorry but they won't get it like they won't ever understand what it's like but someone like you and like my friends like Illyria, Illyria shout out, um, will get it because we've like been through this, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I because I don't want to just be like, yeah, ditch your high school friends. They suck. No, because like mm-hmm. a lot of my high school friends that, you know, I'll one of them, for example, like we're really into K-pop like that shit. We love to death. And <laughs> like, that's the main thing that we have in common. And we will always have that in mm-hmm. common, hopefully. And that's how we stay connected the most. Like, literally, like, like just listening to videos, listening to groups, going to concerts. Like, that's our thing. And that's what, like, is good to have. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, genuinely, like, some high school friends and I, I don't know. We just literally don't have anything in common except for memories. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that will necessarily push your relationship forward the way it should. And I don't think it's important to like, I mean, drop anyone from your friendship, but I think it's good to just keep in mind that this is happening because then when they're like hurting you indirectly, like they don't even know it, you'll kind of know why it's happening because it's just like, there's nothing, I don't know. It's like, there's nothing necessarily like positive moving forward Mm -hmm. coming from that relationship. Oh man, I sound bad. No, you're good. Um, Just to add on to that too, like I do definitely feel like if your friendship is at a standstill that you are not comfortable with anymore, that you should definitely reflect on that because, you know, people are going to come and go whether or not you want them to. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's just part of your growth and their growth. Mm -hmm. And I feel that for a lot of friendships, like for me, 2020 definitely put me in that whole like okay you're gonna go sit in the corner go think about Mm -hmm. literally like what has worked for you and what hasn't and what what is it about this friendship that you actually value because Mm -hmm. I know for me I'm usually the friend in the friend groups of like okay I'm gonna be the mom of the group and I'm gonna be the one (laughs) constantly checking in on me too (laughs) oh my god it is you know like in your mind mindset it feels like okay this is not a bad thing that I'm doing, you know, because mm-hmm. you're being a caring friend, but also you're putting yourself in a position of high responsibility that oh puts a lot of stress on yourself. Yes. And, you know, like, oh my God, I I had that this year and I'm just like, oh crap. I'm like, I have not Dude, been taking care of I've myself. I've had that too. I can't believe we didn't know this about each other. Shit. <laughs> like, no. Okay, you go on. You continue. You continue. <laughs> um... Well, yeah, like, for me, like, I've had a couple of friendships that have been around for, like, three to four years, and again, like, numbers shouldn't really matter Mm -hmm. too much. Like, if you feel like it's time to move on, then it's probably time to move on. Um, It's not because you've had a bad connection, it's just you feel like you're not on the same page as them anymore. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, looking back from high school, community college, and now, like, USF, I've 
had at least like one or two friends from each stage but then again like numbers aren't the bigger part here it's whether or not you still have those connections with them and I feel that I've kind of trickled down to like my key people now Mm -hmm. like who I who I will end up probably inviting to my wedding if I ever have one that's how I'm thinking Um, about it too is that weird (laughs) It's like, no, how it's good not. enough are you for my wedding? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I also just feel like we're at that age where it's like you're kind of in your mid-20s and you're like, okay, is it really worth putting this energy into it? Because I know, like, for me, I some friendships, not mine specifically, but I know some friendships probably gaslight each other where it's like they make you feel so bad. Like, what did I do wrong? But really, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You're just not... They're just not listening to what you've told them in the past, and they're just kind of, like, disregarding everything. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I would – okay, I want to touch on so many things that you said. Like, starting with the mom friend thing. Like, I've never Mm -hmm. met another mom friend, so I'm so glad to (laughs) talk to you about this. (laughs) Especially this year with a lot of – like, a few – Oh my gosh so many times like friendships were ending like left and right in my friend groups and mm-hmm. it was put upon me to be the person to like go check in with the person i even had one of my friends from high school on in an earlier episode where we talked about mom friends uh check out pamela's episode <laughs> i don't know which one it was like four but um we talked about mom friends uh-huh. and like she's my friend from high school and we're in a friend group and like she even talks about like how you know we don't appreciate you but we do like we don't say it but we do mm-hmm. and it's important to say it but like it's still not being done Mm -hmm. and it's not like I'm asking for validation or anything from them like I'm gonna do this just to genuinely check in with the person but if you force your mom Mm -hmm. friend to go the extra mile to check in on a friend that you are also friends with like you're just putting them in a really bad situation like uh, maybe they have checked in right Mm -hmm. maybe they have but like if not if they have other things on their plate and you're like telling or asking them to do another thing that they're probably not gonna say no to it's just like extra work I don't know yeah because like um I had friends where um like one of our friends just went silent on our group chats right and like wasn't talking to us and you know like that's fine too like take some time for yourself especially mm-hmm. with 2020 being a shit year like do that right yeah but I so I was like going through my own stuff around the same time and I like one of my friends from my group like reached out to me was like hey what's going on with this friend like can you check in on her and I was like oh okay but then I was also like taken back like why don't you just text her like why are you going to a third person yeah and I get it like you know maybe you're not as comfortable like directly approaching that friend but think about it this way like if you have the mom friend reach out to every other friend that those friends that have those problems are only going to think that the mom friend is there to care about them Mm -hmm. like you as a friend group or you as friends you should be reaching out to each other all the time because it's not fair for the person going through something to only be hearing back from one friend like hey i'm here for you if you need anything like i just that's what i've been seeing a lot in my friendships too mm-hmm. and it's just been kind of annoying especially for from being like a mom friend i kind of want to retire from that position <laughs> and be like nope not anymore but it yeah it's like it's like this position that you know like even in our pop culture like it's a position known in society in the group like you're who's mm-hmm. the mom friend and yeah. It's not a fun position as it may seem or like a cute position. It can be really hard at times. And especially when you're the mom friend and you're going through something and no one checks in on you. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the worst. But then also kind of going off of that, like how you were saying, (laughs) inviting people to your wedding. Mm -hmm. Like, I think all my friends that I have now, too, like I would definitely invite them. But it's kind of like when I was imagining my my maid maid of honors and like (laughs) 
exactly who I would want to, you know, like be there for me mm-hmm. when, you know, I'm doing like so many certain things. Like it, I'm definitely starting to question it because of what this year kind of did, which was like show everyone's like, like good and bad sides. The true colors. Yeah. True colors. Yeah. And so I'm definitely reconsidering a lot of things. And like, if any of my friends are listening, I'm not talking about you. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just genuinely speaking. Like, um, I personally, like, I've what I've understood from 2020, I'm not, I'm not hesit, I'm not going to hesitate to cut people out of my life at this point mm-hmm. because I feel like I always have prioritized other people's feelings and mental health and not my own. Because I'm just kind of like, oh, it's okay. At least, you know, we're all happy together. <laughs> Even though I'm not happy with that person. So, I mean, I've already done it once this year. I will do it again next year and like, multiple <laughs> times if you test me. But, like, that's just, like, what I wanted to put out there. Like, you can end friendships and it's not your fault. Like, if you mm-hmm. were meant to be friends, they will connect with you again in the future. Maybe you're not yeah. the friend they need at the moment and they're not the friend you need at the moment, you know? So, I also did want to bring up, like, if you're leaving a friendship, please, like, communicate that. Because don't just ghost people and then them being like, what's going on? Like, are we friends? Are we not? You know? Even if it's, like, you do reach out to the mom friend and you let them know, hey, like, this is what's going on in my life. Can you let the others know? Like, I need some space. That's fine, too. But I've had friends also. um, Like I said, we started off as a group of, like, ten people. And now I think we're, like, a group of six? Five? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, um... (laughs) um, But, like, a lot of people that left the group chats were just, like, silent. Dead silent. They just, like, left. And we were just, like, what happened? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. If you're gonna leave a friendship, don't ghost the person. Because it's important to just, like, at least communicate why you're leaving. And I think that's more of a, like, profession... Not even professional. That's just more of, like, a nice way of, like, letting them know it's nothing, like, like... I don't know, traumatic or something, or maybe it is. I don't know. Like, just let them know that you're leaving because I think just uh, leaving them assuming things is just never good in the long run. But yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree with you on that. I, you know, I've had moments myself too where like I kind of feel like I'm about to ghost a friendship mm-hmm. and not because I want yeah. to, um, but it comes off as that yeah. way. And I feel that I think it's most important especially in a friend group that you communicate that with the people or person that you're having those not necessarily issues but that you're drifting away from them specifically to let them know because I don't feel that it's right for the friend group to have to you know kind of pull an intervention and say hey you know so and so Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be your friend anymore or just doesn't feel that way anymore I feel that it's more effective when like you said, you kind of communicate directly to them about yeah. that because it is, you know, more of a one-on-one thing versus a group thing. I'm not saying don't tell your friend group, but start off with the people that you feel that this is most affecting. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it it matters to them too whether or not you know it and that, you know, that's the most you can mm-hmm. do. No, definitely. And I think... I don't know. I <laughs> That's just like college and high school relationships. That's where they kind of differ because I feel like in college, like you're at a location, like we were both in San Francisco and I think it's mm-hmm. pretty easy to detach yourself from people there just because like you're not there anymore. You're not like in the same clubs, the same, I don't know, like mm-hmm. situation. And I don't know. It just It's like a weird feeling too because – I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of like all over the place. But I was just kind of <laughs> thinking about like 
it's even interesting like I just want to use you as an example because you're here with me Mm -hmm. but I feel like (laughs) even when we started out like you know talking and like we were friends like I wasn't as close Mm -hmm. to you I feel until like the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. we were starting to talk more about like post-grad and like what we want to do with our lives and I feel like your ambition and like what you were like you're so motivated that it kept me very I don't know attached to you like the sense of yes like we're boss queens (laughs) like we're gonna do something with our lives like that kind of motivation really fuels and like stimulates me and like makes me want to be more active in like my community and all of that too Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to say like I honestly like I feel like you are one of my closest friends in college too now like that I think about it well even post-grad like I still consider you part of my like college group of friends just because yeah I think especially with 2020 and like reflecting on it with you I think that there were so many like gap or not gaps but like overlapping situations in our own lives whether it was working with certain people mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 or if it was like just like the the things we were feeling while at USF were so mm-hmm. similar and what we're feeling afterwards are pretty similar too and it's just really nice to like actually reconnect and like actually fully see like how we bond Mm -hmm. together because I think in college too you're just so busy that your your friends or whoever are in your classes or like whoever makes time for you but it's nice to kind of still see like oh you know I didn't really get to talk to you that much like I wanted to but I'm so glad that we're able to do it now like that we have the time you know and I think that's what makes me more willing to like Mm -hmm give you more time and my priority and like that's where this whole kind of like you need to reflect on your friendships come in because I rather you know dedicate more time with people who are going to help me in the future with my goals motivating me and just like Mm -hmm. helping me be like a better version of myself than you know if if we're just kind of stuck in that like like limbo of like friendship where there's nothing really coming from it like we get lunch or brunch once in a while but that's kind of it you know and so I just wanted to add on to that, you know, first of all, thanks for the shout out, because I definitely feel oh. the same way, you know, especially yeah. with us both realizing that we're from the South Bay. I think that yes. definitely brought us closer. Um, and then secondly, mm-hmm. just like once senior year was done, like you and I both kind of had that moment of like, you know, like, it doesn't hurt to further connect with each other. And mm-hmm. that people oftentimes forget that, you know, you don't have to be hanging out with each other 24-7 to be friends. Like, it's the... Yeah. What matters most is whether or not you're there when they need you the most and whether or not you're okay mm-hmm. with drifting to grow, not necessarily like stop being friends, but like be okay with not being around them as much, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's like, uh, people don't talk about like, okay, if you're in that chapter of your life, like college, let's say, mm-hmm. you can still be friends with people post-college that are like people you met in college like I feel like um I don't know if you know Kayla uh but like Kayla was on like my skincare episode but I feel was like she yes, yeah I do I remember yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know who she is yeah I feel like she was in so many of my classes and we were in like women in business together but I just never mm-hmm. really properly had the time to like talk to her or get to know her and I feel like with the podcast but just in general too like I feel more connected to her and like she likes k-pop mm-hmm. too so I was like girl yeah you're already a friend in my book <laughs> <laughs> like so it was just stuff like that where it's like we we weren't necessarily like friends or like even like super acquaintances in college but like within mm-hmm. the last few months we've connected more so I would definitely like recommend 
people reach out to people that you mm-hmm. thought were pretty cool or wanted to connect with but couldn't because i think that's where like i know i was throwing shade earlier when i was like you know those randos that are like yeah sliding into your dms <laughs> like i guess i was one of them <laughs> but like i mean like definitely give people a chance and like you should definitely reach out to because you never know like you know like me and amy we might be best friends in the future and like mm-hmm. this is where it all started <laughs> so it's like you know just like try because it it could lead to something great. So, yeah. yeah. And then just going back to the rando part before we move on to our next thing, mm-hmm. I I think I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it's if you're gonna DM someone you haven't really spoken to or have lost touch with, be genuine mm-hmm. about it. Don't hit around the bushes Ooh, and yeah. kind of go like, "Hey, I miss you," and then say, "Hey, yeah. do you want to catch up?" and then never follow through with it. Because I feel like yeah, that. <laughs> is a big red flag of you just want attention and i know we're only human in 2020 but like don't do that especially if you really (laughs) want to rebuild this friendship like just just don't do that yeah no no no. i've i've had people do that too we're like i've bumped into people (laughs) from high school that are i'm not friends with anymore or have lost touch with and like at Mm -hmm. starbucks right and they'll be like oh my gosh we should get lunch and like catch up and i'm like okay follow up right and they never yeah. do. <laughs> so it's like yep. that type of thing where they need that kind of thing in the moment. And I feel like it's not bad to just be like, hey, we should catch up. But like, yeah, yeah definitely follow through if you want to maintain a good friendship or even start mm-hmm. a good one. So, yeah, no, I feel I feel. Um, But yeah, did you have any other thoughts on like high school, college friendships and that? I feel like we're going to jump back and forth a lot <laughs> to that mm-hmm. again. Like if we remember something, but I wanted to kind of like segue into the next topic. Yeah, no, I didn't really have much to add on to that. I feel like we've covered quite a lot from that aspect. Um, But yeah, we can move on to the next topic. Awesome. So the next topic is boundaries in dating slash relationships. And like I was telling Amy this, I don't have much to say. Um, But I do know what I would be looking for in terms of like my ideal relationship and like boundaries I would want to set, like space and time. Because I know for a fact that I have a very short temper at times. And, like, Mm -hmm. if we both have a short temper, this is not going to work out. So, like, (laughs) definitely work out something where it's, like, you know, like, if you're both upset, give us some time. And then kind of reconnect and, like, talk your feelings through. Because I definitely sometimes am like put into situations where like not even romantically or whatever. But, like, just in general where, like, I need time to process and just not be pissed because i if when i'm angry i will say things and go off Mm -hmm. like without a stop and i don't care who i'm taking down in the process and it's like that's not healthy Mm -hmm. so definitely when it's someone a romantic future relationship wise like i would want to set those boundaries up like this is who i am this is i need you to respect it especially if we are both very independent people like we can come together and be dependent too but like just valuing that Mm -hmm. and not valuing the fact that you know like she's my girl and I can do whatever yeah. like ugh, that's not what I'm looking for <laughs> I don't know if any of that made sense but you know <laughs> yeah uh. no but I think it makes sense you know you're being clear about your boundaries and I think that's always key mm-hmm. especially if it's stemming from a friendship like if you end up dating your friend mm-hmm. you know like mm. those boundaries that you've had in that friendship you might want to go back and kind of re mm-hmm. reevaluate that um like for me like I I've had my fair share of of experience of like having those kinds of relationships and then not realizing that I'm meshing the two together without mm. making new boundaries specifically for a romantic relationship yeah and it 
it becomes a bit of a toxic environment because you're just letting things slide as you would as a friend Mm -hmm. when you really shouldn't. Um, And so that's kind of like my piece on this just because like even if you were friends before, it doesn't mean you can't add or take out boundaries Mm -hmm. because they still matter, you know, like no matter who you're with. Wow, that was actually really, like, that's a good insight because I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, yeah, if you do start mm-hmm. dating someone that was your, like, friend or best friend or whatever, like, your relationship definitely will look different, but mm-hmm. your boundaries will definitely change to, like, what you're okay with, what you're not okay with now. Like, because maybe now that you're dating your, like, best friend, whenever you have a problem with your best friend slash your, the person you're dating, you're going to have to talk to someone else about it. And they can't be that person yeah. to, like, go to about your problems because they're the yeah. problem too so, <laughs> that was kind of messed up oh my bad but like you know what I mean right like oh, I can't talk yeah right but, but having that open communication yeah. of like you know we have to kind of keep it separate in order for us to still have like yeah. our unity yeah. like I don't know no definitely awesome okay anything else you want to add to that that was just our quick talking point because we didn't really yeah. want to focus on that <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess I guess like the overall thing for that section is you know like just be honest about yourself like don't fake it till you make it like Mm. if you feel like this isn't gonna work be outright about it like I know we can sometimes ignore the hints that we're getting but like if you see that the other person isn't getting the hint then I feel like you should probably try to tell them again but be more straight up about it Mm -hmm. because you're gonna be saving both ends the trouble of having to deal with this and kind of go through the process of like getting over it yeah because catching feelings is very contagious and it happens (laughs) so easily without you knowing it yeah yeah that's true (laughs) no that actually that's pretty pretty good to mention clear up awesome so next thing we wanted to talk about was boundaries in family and like the relationships in a fina- uh, family dynamic. And I guess like I'll start off with this and kind of just say like, I think there's things that like you as an individual don't necessarily have to share with your family. Like obviously that's just common sense. But like mm-hmm. being brought up in a culture, an Indian culture that talks a lot about like open, like, you know, like no secrets, no doing anything that's like bad, like quote unquote bad. Like, it's really hard to be very open with your parents. Like there's stuff like small stuff where like if I have a crush on someone or something like that, I won't tell my mm-hmm. mom. I won't tell my like family members. <laughs> like I'm not going to do that. Like that. But like stuff like that, they just assume you would tell them. So mm-hmm. just that's like the simplest, dumbest example I can think of. But like stuff like that, you're allowed to keep that information to yourself. Because why do you need to tell them everything? I mean, as long as you're not deceiving them or, like, hurting them in the long run, this is private information that you don't got to share. And, like, that kind of also goes into, like, um, like, I feel like as a teenager, particularly, like, I didn't have boundaries. And I think, like, as a kid, you're very flexible, right? Because you're a kid. But then when you're growing up, you're in your teenage phase, um, you want to start setting some, like, boundaries for privacy, right? And then, like, even growing up even further, like at college, like my boundaries were literally like my parents, I would tell them, you know, I'll, yeah, like this is what I did today, but I wouldn't go into depth and be like, yeah, I went to get boba with a friend at 2am. Like that stuff they don't need to know. And I like let them know too, that there are going to be stuff where I'm just like, because again, it's like a safety aspect, right? Your parents want to make sure you're safe. But yeah. I, I mean, I just established that right away. Like 
you can't tell me what to do again because I'm not living with you, you know? And so, mm-hmm. again, not to be harsh to the family and anything like that, but it's just, like, the truth. Like, you need to start setting boundaries, especially as an adult. Like, I'm going to hang out with my friends. Okay, after COVID, right? <laughs> Make sure to do mm-hmm. that. But, like, I'm going to hang out with my friends on this day and, like, you know, just make it, like, known that that's something you're going to do because um, I talked about this with, like, one of my friends um, in an episode about Indian culture, but, like, in Indian culture, you're supposed to ask for permission for everything, especially if you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, they can just straight up be like, no, we don't want you going out with your friend. And you sometimes have to respect that. But I, I'm glad mm-hmm. that, like, with my family members, like, I've set into place, like, hey, I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'll just walk there or I'll take the bus or something. But I'm going to go. And, like, that's kind of, like, a boundary or something I made sure to communicate and tell them that I value so, yeah, that's kind of my my take on family boundaries and stuff like that. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that, especially with, you know, coming from a different culture. It definitely has mm-hmm. played a part in my life as well. Like growing up, it's always been like, you know, let me know what where you're going, when you're going to be back, who you're with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with good reason, though, because, you know, you never know who you're going to be out with and where you're going to be. Yeah. Um, but growing up, and then having gone from community college to USF, it definitely, I guess, played a big part in the sense that we, both my parents and I had to adjust to, like, not calling me 24-7 mm-hmm. to check in because I'm either in class or I'd be working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first semester at USF was kind of like that, where, like, I'd constantly have to call and check in. When really I just wanted to go to sleep because, you know, classes were long and labs were long. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's definitely important, no matter how old you are, to at least like have that common courtesy to let your family know like, hey, this is what I will let you know. And this is what I would rather keep private until I feel comfortable with sharing, like with relationships. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like with our parents we oftentimes kind of get judged for that Mm -hmm. because in their in their mindsets they're used to the traditions of like oh you you have the person come and ask your parents for their blessings and things Mm -hmm. like that but like in our generation it's like we do what we want to do like we don't really ask our parents for permission it's like if we like someone we'll go out with them Mm -hmm. but like in their eyes they're probably thinking like why are you going out with so many people um (laughs) so in short like just respect your family like if they do ask you a question you have a right to say no and explain why you don't want to answer it Mm -hmm. especially if it's not really putting them in any danger like if they're asking you like oh are you dating anyone like you have a right to just give them a short answer and say yes or no like you don't you don't owe them an explanation I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I think the way I always like think about is like if this is gonna immediately or like even in the long run like hurt my family members or like Mm -hmm. harm them then I would not (laughs) do it or like keep it in yeah like keep it as like a boundary or a secret but I Mm -hmm. feel like that's something always to consider like if it doesn't them knowing won't do anything like then why are you like you know if you're cool with like mm-hmm. your family members and you tell them everything that's cool but like definitely feel like you can have those boundaries in that family dynamic if it's kind of like something that won't necessarily impact them yeah at all you know like that's just kind of pretty obvious but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah anyways any other little tidbits on that um no, I would I would just say, like, just be mindful of yourself, too. Like, don't feel stressed over it. Like, 
if yeah. you if you suddenly feel like oh maybe I should tell them like the full story then maybe write it out first and reread yeah. it and then see if yeah. it's like worth telling them because it's kind of like your own gossip column if anything because <laughs> you're just like yeah. oh hey you know let me tell you about this story but really they just want to know that a simple answer like yes or no they don't really care about the details yeah no definitely I think and again like this all comes down to like how close you are with your family members yeah. like I know if you're not if you're not close to your parents or your brothers or your sisters and this doesn't apply to you at all do whatever you want <laughs> but like I'm someone who's like super close to my family and I live with my family um so it's like important to kind of establish those things like <laughs> okay I just remembered a random boundary like my boundary is that hey if I'm sleeping let me sleep because <laughs> oh, especially yeah. with like weird stuff going on this year and like work and like podcast and like all of that like I have mm-hmm. a weird sleep schedule so they've it was a struggle but now my parents have finally accepted the fact that she's gonna wake up when she wakes up but like she'll <laughs> actually do all the things she's supposed to be doing like mm-hmm. as part of this family you know like chores and everything yeah. so yeah stuff like that like definitely just talk to your parents (laughs) or your family members but anyways next thing we wanted to talk about was boundaries at work and with your coworkers and your bosses supervisors managers all of that I don't know do you want to start off Amy I can I can start off um so for me like my first job was at a bookstore at my community college and like Mm -hmm. when you're in a smaller environment you have the opportunity to build those connections with your team and for Mm -hmm. me I feel like that's a good and bad thing because you can easily get taken advantage of from that um yeah and like for me going through different positions like I've worked in retail as well at least once and like I realized the dynamic was so much different like they definitely push you out of your bubble to like get Mm -hmm. you to do things especially when you're doing sales oh my gosh the boundaries like (laughs) For retail, like, I never really stood up for myself looking back, like, of saying, hey, I'm not comfortable with certain things. Like, I would have to keep an eye on people trying to steal stuff. And, like, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to kind of, like, follow protocol and, like, get your manager and whatnot. And, like, I, like, as a, a new person to retail like that was not my forte. And, like, I Mm kind of just went with it, but also stressed about it. So, like, yeah. if, if you're put in that position of, like, hey, you have to do this, maybe ask if there's another way you can help and not be mm-hmm. the direct contact for that because I feel that your team should value what makes you feel comfortable and what doesn't if they want you on their team, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, kind of going off of that like I don't remember like my first few jobs and what I was doing honestly I feel mm-hmm. like they were just kind of like randos yeah but I wanted to bring up like even with my current job that I have like I'm in a startup retail like omniverse kind of like it's like a online slash in-store mm-hmm. whole process and like I so as of right now I'm the only employee and mm-hmm. they started off with two people those two people were let go hired a couple of more people they were let go just because of new policies too going on with covid and like you know like yeah how long you can open a store they have me doing that but the fact that i'm doing their marketing managing the store i don't know sales all of that Mm -hmm. like it's a lot and it took me a while to actually see that like i'm i feel like i was getting taken advantage of for the fact that like i can do so many i can wear different hats Mm -hmm. but also just like 
because I'm I was just brought up like that like you just kind of do whatever your boss says right they're paying you just do it but Mm -hmm. I finally kind of stood up for myself especially last night when I was like messaging my boss and I was like dude you gotta seriously hire someone because I'm doing this 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 which Mm -hmm. is not in my job description which I'm not getting paid for extra you know like this is not okay and I think what helps is like talking to people like I have like someone I I also report to on the job and she was giving me lots of advice about like hey you know if marketing is what you're really liking that we're doing you know let's have you focus on that possibly because like we need more help on the marketing end they can just hire anyone else they want to do sales like that doesn't require a degree but marketing is very helpful with a degree and so just like having those conversations and learning that like noticing what you're doing and how like valuable it is is so important and I think that's what really helped me kind of say no for the first time and I was like I'm not gonna do this like I can't open all these days I can't do every single thing you want me to do it's draining my energy because maybe you can get it done but like in the long run it's gonna exhaust you and just put you in a really bad spot that I don't think it's fair to you if you know you're not being compensated to the right amount and all of that so definitely just kind of like know your worth and honestly like this is something I wanted to go into depth on another episode but like as a recent graduate too and with the experience that I have compared to other people know what your dollar amount worth is especially during a pandemic yeah there's factors that come into play but like seriously like know like hey I'm an hourly rate of like $25 or something you know because I had to go way below to accept a rate that I was not okay with. And it's made me low-key miserable at the job. But if you accept something that's like what you were thinking of, I feel like you'll happily do the job, even if they ask for more, you know? So like I was kind of put in a weird situation where I had to accept something much lower than what I felt I was I should be paid. Mm-hmm. And so it, I just wanted to bring that up there. Like it can make you kind of a little miserable. So set some boundaries in terms of money too <laughs> with <Yeah>. your employer. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's a good like segue to like just summing everything up too Mm -hmm. Um, because if you're not clear about your own worth then why would someone want to hire you or even be friends with you you know like it kind of goes back to like what what is it that you can provide them with in exchange for their you know connection because like you don't want to just be friends with someone who's simply put in your group of friends sometimes because you know you actually want to get to know that person and you genuinely want to have that connection Mm -hmm. but at the same time you also want to learn from them and you know see where you can further build that connection Mm because maybe there'll be someone you might need to reconnect with in the future in a job or like you just happen to be working on a big project that they also have a passion for like you just never know yeah no definitely I think it's so important to kind of know what you're comfortable with in all these different relationships that we kind of talked about today. It's okay to kind of feel like I don't want to stay connected to someone just because mm-hmm. of like, you know, XYZ reason. Because in, at the end of the day, like, it's your life and it's your time that you're spending. Like, why would you, you know? Yeah. Like, your time is so valuable. So spend it with people and things that you care about. And not necessarily with just people that you feel like you're obligated to spend your time with. Like, I think if they respect you too, they'll understand why and what you're, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I think just overall, like, it's something you need to really reflect on because 
you don't want to just hurt people's feelings and be like hey i don't see the value in our friendship bye (laughs) just leave (laughs) maybe like for like explain like hey i think i'm at a position right now where like i need to reflect and like take some time away Mm -hmm. so i will connect back with you if you're okay with that at a later time and feel free to reach out if you ever need anything but like you know dip kind of thing i don't know i sometimes i feel like i'm like the villain or like the bad guy if i'm doing that like but then you got to think about it like you are your number one priority you need to focus on you and if people think you're a bad guy then you know what it's cool being the bad guy i don't know play billy eilish right here or something right (laughs) but um yeah so i just wanted to say that um yeah, no, and I, I definitely feel the same way too. Like sometimes you do look at your actions and you kind of feel like, am I doing this because I'm a bad person or do I actually care about like my own health first? Because if you can't be the best person you are as an individual, like what what can you really do with that in a friendship? Like you're going to be more stressed than ever because you're taking on these responsibilities of like, hey, I need to check in with so-and-so and make sure they're okay. But, like, at the same time, you're not okay. So how how's that really balance out? Um, but also for me, like, I've learned to, like, I started making a Google Doc of, like, boundaries that I've noticed that have kind of crossed some lines in the past for me. And so, like, I've turned it into, like, a little checkmark kind of sheet where if someone does it, crosses a boundary at least three times then it's gonna be time for me to have a conversation with them about that especially if I've given them warnings before like hey you know like this is making me uncomfortable or anything like that um so instead of like just striking them out I'll probably have a talk with them and do the best I can but if they still don't get it and then I feel like that's kind of the last straw like okay well like this is a record of like what you've done that has made me get to this position like okay maybe we shouldn't be friends anymore yeah and you know like this is how I feel and whether or not you fully agree with this you know like you can disagree whatever but like this is how I feel like don't ever don't ever get too afraid of telling people how you feel because I think that's what we've been lacking as a society yeah like we we're so used to being like oh yeah everything's fine you know like it's all rose glassed out there and whatnot um but if they're your friends they're gonna want to understand where you're coming from they're not gonna be scared of that you know like they're gonna try to understand you and say okay this is I understand now and you know this is what I'm gonna do to make sure that I don't cross those lines again definitely like writing those things down like where they've irritated you or where you just felt like not listened to or felt I don't know attacked or whatever like definitely write those down because later down the line when you are having those conversations of like what went wrong you'll have all of those examples because you feel like you're going to remember it in the moment but then you don't know because your memory might not remember it (laughs) so definitely like write these things down or keep track of them some sort of way because um I feel like especially like one of my friendships this year like um we kind of broke it off just because like it was not a good place for any of us and I still have to like reconnect with this person just to kind of let them know this is where you done goofed on my end (laughs) and I just want to make it clear that like 
it's there's no personal like vendetta that I had against you. I yeah. if anything, I was trying to work things out secretly without like necessarily letting you know. And I think on my end, that's where I went wrong is like every time a problem happened, I just kind of like wrote it down and didn't address it versus like just addressing it with the person. So that's just like a little thing I'm 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 letting y'all know that you should definitely like talk to the person about what's going on, whether this be the perfect time or like later, just write it down so you don't forget. Yeah, that's like the last thing I wanted to say. I don't know. Amy, do you have any other last minute thoughts or tips, um, tricks? I feel like we've said a lot. <laughs> I know. We, we, we've we said so much. Um, yeah. I guess like a couple of like last learning outcomes that I've had and just like, I don't know, just be okay with drifting from friendships. Like you don't, you don't owe it to them that much to say like, oh, but basically, you know, it's okay to drift from friendships and just move on with your life like they're not it's not like they're your kid I'll put it that way like you don't have that full responsibility like oh I have to make sure they're they're gonna be happy with this and that like if you're not happy with it then that's fine like you're only human but also like definitely keep a journal of like how you feel and things like that because it definitely helps like whether or not you think it does it does (laughs) I just wanted to say that, like, I I don't even know what I want to say. <laughs> I feel so lost right now. But I just, it's okay. I guess, like, my concluding things is just, like, one, again, like, know yourself. Write down your feelings. <laughs> Validate that you have certain boundaries, even if that's not the norm. Like, you can be extra and be different, you know? <laughs> like, that's okay. Um, but, yeah, and, like, always just, I feel like it's, we bring this up all the time, but communication mm-hmm. is key. So make sure to always just, like, communicate how you're feeling. Even if in the moment you can't, take some time, reflect, and then go about it like that. So, yeah. I just want to kind of wrap up by saying, like, thank you to Amy for being on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, to you that are listening, you don't know this, but, like, there's it's been a weird recording session <laughs> kind of going on and off. Um, so if there's some weird awkward moments it's because it's all my fault so i'm sorry about that um but yeah thank you again amy for being on like it's super helpful i feel like we always learn something more about each other every time we talk so that's kind of like helpful and (laughs) very validating um and thank you to everyone listening please check out uh the episode that amy was on earlier too it was episode eight talking about post-grad stuff especially if you're someone graduating in december which probably a lot of you are um Mm -hmm. really helpful episode And yeah, okay, well, until next time, bye bye.